Shop Pod, a production of the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan. I am your host, Jeff Wiggins, State Director for ABC of Michigan, coming to you once again from the super professional in no way ragtag studio, located, of course, in my basement. As we continue through these unprecedented times, it is my goal to provide you continued updates on the executive orders, directives, and guidance coming out of Lansing as well as to inform you of the resources available to your business and your employees. Of course, you can always visit our website at www.abcmi.com news COVID-19. That's abcmi.com news COVID-19. Also, you can get real-time updates throughout the day by following our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our handle is at ABC Michigan. Now, late yesterday afternoon, Governor Gretchen Whitmer declared a state of disaster while also asking the state legislature to extend the current state of emergency. Under this request, both would be for an additional 70 days. However, in order for the governor to extend some of her executive orders that she has already put in place, including the stay home, stay safe order that is currently in effect, the legislature needs to adopt a resolution approving the extension of the disaster and emergency declarations. Comments by Speaker of the House Lee Chatfield's office indicates there is support for an extension of the state of emergency. However, a specific length of time was not provided. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky was quoted in several media outlets saying that 70 days was too long. The legislature is scheduled to meet next Tuesday, April 7th, on the same date the original state of emergency declaration is set to expire. No indication has been given by the governor yet that the stay home, stay safe order will be extended should her state of emergency and disaster extensions receive legislative support. But as many are stating that we have not yet reached the peak of this outbreak, an extension of the stay-at-home order would appear a likely outcome. Gongwar News Service reported late yesterday evening that Governor Gretchen Whitmer will issue an order at her press conference this morning declaring all K-12 buildings, school buildings, closed for the academic year. While the governor's office has declined to confirm that this is the case, sources indicate that Governor Whitmer believes there is no way to reopen schools for in-person instruction and assure the safety of students, faculty, and staff at the same time. While it does not appear that the governor is going to end the school year, it does look like there will be some flexibility for school districts like virtual or online learning as they adopt accepted forms of alternative instruction through the end of the 2019-2020 school year. There is no indication as of yet if this will include any guidance for school construction as that season is fast approaching us. Now, earlier this week, Tuesday afternoon to be specific, uh, details emerged about the newly created Paycheck Protection Program loans, which were part of a large stimulus package passed by Congress and signed by President Trump late last week. Now, I'm telling you this right off the bat. Talk to your SBA-approved lender about these loans. Now, ASAP. As in, finish listening to this great, informative, worthwhile podcast, then call your guy or gal at the lending institution. If they don't know what you're talking about, you need another lender. 
Just kidding, but not really. The PPP, the payroll, excuse me, Paycheck Protection Program, creates loans designed to provide a direct incentive for small businesses with less than 500 employees to keep their workers on the payroll. This includes sole proprietorships, independent contractors, and self-employed individuals. Here's the interesting part. The Small Business Administration will forgive the loans if all employees are kept on the payroll for eight weeks from the start of the application or approval and the money is used for payroll, rent, mortgage, interest, or utilities. Now, the loan will be fully forgiven if the funds are used for those purposes I just said, payroll costs, interest, mortgages, rent, utilities, those type of things. But due to the likely high subscription to this program, at least 75% of the forgiven amount must have been used for payroll. Now, loan payments will also be deferred for six months. No collateral or personal guarantees are required. Neither the government nor lenders will charge small businesses any fees, and these loans will not be considered taxable income. Now, here are three important facts to take away. First, small businesses and sole proprietorships can officially apply for these loans beginning Friday, April 3rd, this Friday coming up. Independent contractors and self-employed folks can apply beginning next Friday, April 10th. Number two, forgiveness is based on the employer maintaining or quickly rehiring employees and maintaining those salary levels. Forgiveness will be reduced if full-time headcount declines or if salaries, wages are decreased. So if you have laid off employees, it, this is the opportunity to bring them out back on at full salary and this program will help cover those costs. And finally, number three, loans can be for up to two months of your average monthly payroll costs from the last year, plus an additional 25% of that amount. The amount is subject to a $10 million cap, so whichever of those numbers is less is what you'll be able to get for your loan. Now note, if you apply for a PPP loan and have applied for or received an economic injury disaster loan, you must use each loan for different purposes. So for example, if you got your EIDL loan to cover March payroll, you can only use your PPP loan to cover April payroll. Now this Paycheck Protection Program, these loans are gonna be available through June 30th of this year. However, we're already seeing that folks are getting in line, talking to their lender, and the queue is already forming. So the sooner you talk to your lender, your SBA approved lender, the quicker you can get this application process started. And of course, on our website and sending out an emails to members, we are providing these sample applications and the whole list of frequently asked questions when it comes to these loans. Feel free to reach out to our office for those. Now, please note this is not financial or legal advice and should not be taken as such. Should you seek additional clarification or guidance on a particular loan or grant application, please contact your financial or legal counsel. Finally, the ABC Western Michigan chapter will be hosting a webinar this Friday at 10 a.m. with member law firm Hilger Hammond for an in-depth look at contract considerations impacted by COVID-19. Attorney Steve Hilger and Eileen LaPrant will provide a roadmap for what lies ahead, including legal issues that could arise and impact projects and future negotiations.
Be sure to check your email or contact the Western Michigan chapter for login details for the webinar. I thank you for joining me on this abbreviated edition of the Merit Pod, and we'll continue to provide these updates and resources as quickly and as often as we can. And as I said before, keep up to date on the information as it happens by following our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle at ABC Michigan. And also make sure to subscribe to our podcast, The Merit Shop Pod, on the audio platform of your choosing. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. As always, until next time, be well, my friends.